1: Has the buzz worn off yet? Are you
2: still buzzing because I'm still buzzing. Same. It's like I mixed some vodkas with some tang and I'm just just sipping glug, glug, baby. Glug, 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 glug. Yep. Glug 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 to get there and then I'm I'm just keeping it up, you know, keeping please, the buzz going. Please tell
0: me it was official astronaut orange flavor and not the bad oh, yeah. grape that they tried to make.
2: No, it okay. was the old school. Good astronaut, and then it was non-Russian vodka. Idaho That's right, baby. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to the
1: game. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G., and Big Steve. You, I need to be turned up. Thank you. Nice. Apparently I'm not loud enough. How's that? There's that's popularity. a lot better. So, <laughs> Again, I, I'm going to apologize for my voice. It's going to go out. I can yeah, already yeah. hear it. I'm going to start coughing. I did bring a whole Voss bottle of water. I don't Not have nice. to I don't have to save him this afternoon <laughs> at right after 5. It, it's routine now because it happened with Wyatt yesterday. My voice is already going out. The
2: silver bullet is right here. That's over. right. I was I, like, "Come on, Wyatt, take over, man. You can do the show." But
1: the big Steve over here, he's always giving me the motion. Need me to get you some water? He shakes his hand, you know, (laughs) I some water. Sound a little dry there, buddy. I turned him down yesterday because I didn't really feel the cough coming on. I just coughed a couple of times. No big deal. I think the cough is starting to go away. I'm just now trying to juice up the voice once again you know mm-hmm. get to that normal mitch fortner booming voice Boomer. that everybody knows about i get compared to uh, kevin harlan all the time and the here wind-
2: comes the cat that's right the glass starts shaking and everybody's like calm down mitch good lord it's almost
1: like a storm ripping
0: through I
2: know. did a tornado come through the building
1: i bought this uh bottle of Voss water uh, cuz Troy and I were in Houston mm-hmm. for the bowl game and I we had a like a CVS right next to our hotel I was like Thank Voss God. water for 3 bucks I was like it was like on sale I was like you know what I'm going to try it let's see what these rich people in Beverly Hills enjoy day to day and so I, it was actually pretty good feeling pretty fancy it's pretty good so I kept the bottle cuz it's a great bottle it's yeah. it's it's long and thin. It can fit in the backpack. I can carry it around. You know, like in the bottle holder on the backpack on the
2: side that the athletes have. Um, they have uh, wine, boss. Wine comes in the same bottle, but it's thick glass, and it's a real pain in the bedoinkska. To put on the shelves. I know. Shout out to the Fridge Wholesale Liquor Store. I worked there for five years. It sucked. <laughs> Not working there, but the Voss bottles were terrible.
1: You guys mentioned Tang. I've never actually had Tang before.
2: Wait, whoa. Oh hey, come on. Now whoa. I remember
1: the I remember the commercials. <laughs> he said he's never had <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
2: Uh- yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. Do I, I need to be specific? Yes, but no. With Dave G, yes. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm the, that's why I'm a morning show host. Okay, I, that something like that comes up, I gotta, I gotta jump on it, dude. Uh. We should, we should get some though. We should get, we should get some. Now, I remember the old commercials. God, oh yeah. no. I remember, like, the
1: 2001 commercials. You oh, saw yeah. the chimpanzee on roller skates flying all over the place. Yes. I remember those, but I just never had it as a kid. Never saw the pouches. Never saw—I mean, I never had an opportunity.
0: I mean, basically, pre uh, unmixed Sunny D is what it really comes down to. Yeah. I mean.
2: And even, I mean, like, down a notch. You know what I mean? Like, even—I <laughs> think Sunny D, I'm good for one glass of it, and then after, I'm like, that's too much Thank juice. God,
0: Kool-Aid— was much better than what Tang ever was. Uh, Kool-Aid is so good.
1: Tang's been around for a very long time, yes, right? Yes, it has. It's
0: what? The, oh, the the, right. the, yeah,
1: the astronauts thing. Yeah, the astronauts yeah. took it up into space, left a bottle on the moon or something. It's, may, it's been a long time since I've had it, though.
2: May I? Go ahead. Hand, Ray, may I ask a question? I hope it doesn't ruffle any feathers. We were promised a new television remember that conversation well i i haven't wait we, we i don't think we had this conversation on air okay so i, I won't i won't say nothing i won't say anything let's I'm, just whoops. say i haven't contacted the person okay yet. we're gonna contact the guy oh, those brakes are being pumped yeah right <laughs> <now. laughs> i'm gonna contact you were barking for a second <laughs> bark that's, all you, you is want is sounds you gotta make a skirt. that's yeah. right hand brake. a little, E-brake. Little, little,
0: little more hardcore i i wanted that light touch where you're
1: Anyway, yes. Well, uh, I want to transition into Jerome Tang. I, I was trying to think of the right transition. There isn't uh, one. What have you mentioned? Um, took it down a notch with Tang, the drink. I think we've taken it up a notch yeah. with the hiring. And uh, I, I do want to bounce off of what you know Wyatt and I were talking about yesterday. By the way, welcome in into the game as well, if I haven't done that yet. Uh, Mitch, Troy, DG, and Big Steve in, uh, in
0: for what is a weird week on the schedule. Yeah, we, we,
1: right. we, we no show tomorrow because K State baseball will play at four. Uh, K State baseball was supposed to play today against Air Force, open a two game series. It's been canceled because of the rain, uh, so just the one game tomorrow. So keep that in mind, K State fans. Uh, of course, we'll have that right here on K Man. Speaking on K Man, Thursday at noon, we will have the Drum Tang introductory press conference. Yes.
2: It's real. It's happening. It is going to
1: happen. It will be at noon. It'll be right here on K Man. as Learfield will be having the coverage of that. So, of course, you'll get some Wyatt Thompson. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine Stan Weber will be there as well. It's a pretty big deal. Yes. And it's at the Shamrock Zone. Um, and uh, I, I believe fans are actually allowed yes. to come out and, and, and check it out.
2: Right on. So, so if you want to come, DG, you can. You can you take, guys are gonna take the, the baby. Th- yeah, I'd love to take the baby. She likes going places. She, have Jerome Tang meet the baby. Wow, kiss the baby. Jerome, can we kiss my baby. You'll be like, I gotta get out of this place. This place is weird. Do is there any? I shouldn't even say it. I I'm I'm trying to talk about stuff I'm not supposed to talk about on the air, but I want to talk about it. Kind of. What is it?
1: Do you want me to turn the microphones off? You can tell me. Yeah, real quick. and then
2: I'll tell you, and then yeah, then okay, go okay, here.
1: It's not. That's not gonna happen. Okay. Okay.
2: So oh, can, I, I, can I say? Can I? Can yeah. I, go ahead. Okay. I don't want to jinx this thing, but remember Dana Altman? He took the Arkansas job and, and then, actually called the Hogs. Yeah, and, and was like, I'm like, I'm, I'm not coming. I'm not. I'm not coming. What if it happens? Like, what if that happens? It's not going to happen. I'd throw up. It's I not going to happen. I would record myself throwing. Here's I'd have the deal. Th- throw, I'd be thrown up.
1: This has been too much a best case scenario home mm-hmm. run for K State. Sure, sure. It, it's sure. been it's been really good so far. As a matter of fact, like you know, I mean, what was one of the goals? If it was to come to K-State hiring Brad Underwood, it would have calmed the waters. Everybody would have been very happy with that hire. Jerome Tang is hired. I don't want to speak for everybody, but I would say mostly everybody is very happy with the hire it's a tier one hire and and gene taylor didn't have to like drop down to another group of guys that would have been considered a disappointing hire
0: let's also just note this in the press release from today to help quell your fears contract approved by k-state athletics inc board of directors and president richard linton that means that paper is signed is signed
2: yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: He's he's he will be there it's on no Thursday. It's no longer an offer sheet, my right, friend.
2: It right. is contract. He's
1: he's already got his free golf at Cobra Hills. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he, he's gonna show I up. Loved
0: that in the in the uh, offer sheet.
1: Yes, <laughs> in the contract, it does say that he's gonna get some golf at Cobra Hills. Nice. Basically, whatever he wants. It sounds like
2: sure, sure. So, so
1: not a bad incentive there. But uh, here, if if. If you haven't heard this yet, I've played yep. a lot of audio. What we've seen, we've seen, we've heard Drum Tang, give a shout out to the student section, show up this next season, the Octagon of Doom. He's been name dropping ooh, the ooh, Octagon ooh, ooh. in some videos. Yeah! He has got a great personality. It's cool. It is It is intoxicating. It is. It really is. Like you get hooked yeah. on that kind of energy. But uh in case you forgot his name. That was from The Tonight Show and that was Jimmy Fallon saying Jerome Tang's name in auto tune. Wow. I don't know how old that is. Maybe that was just done a few days ago. That it had something to do with the NCAA tournament because right before that Scott Drew's name was dropped. <laughs>
2: oh, that's really that's
0: awesome. I wondered if when I first saw it I'm like is who doctored this thing?
1: <laughs>
0: Who was the editing genius that came up with a way to put this together? I did not realize it was real.
1: But when it comes to like the the media, outside of sports nationally, that's about as far as it will go. But in sports national media, it's been a A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. When yeah. it comes to the K-State hire, I'm sure some would even say it's the best hire in college basketball so far. Uh, and I would imagine that has a good chance of standing on its own throughout the whole offseason. And then just locally I mean I've I've done nothing but praise Jerome Tang in the hire that was made by Casey athletics yesterday even that even the week prior just talking about Jerome Tang and I had nothing bad to say about the guy we're gonna hear from Scott Drew in the next segment he had so many great things to say about Jerome tang and I think the fans and, and maybe you know part of it is just by listening to me or listening to, to Derek young listening to case in a line or or go Powercat or those in Kansas City, Kelis Robinette, the media. Maybe like we've also had a big part in really pumping up Jerome Tang, but I think his resume stands al- oh. stands for itself. And I think a big part of that is a-, a huge part of why it's such a home run hire. He he picked K-State. He wanted to come to K-State, but he won a national championship. That is something that really stands out above so many other things. And I do like he stuck around at Baylor for 18 years and really built up that program after just complete disaster. I mean, it has to be the best turnaround, at least one of the best turnarounds in college basketball history, but they took it to completely from the bottom all the way to the top. Um, and you just couldn't ask for a better scenario right now for K-State Athletics with the hire because the majority of K-State fans absolutely love him. Resume, energy, you can list it all. People are loving him, and it's a great start. It's a great start before anything's happened.
2: Oh, man. I can't wait for the connections to start coming to fruition, bringing in some athletes. And I think this hire also, this helps K-State's chances of keeping a few key pieces from this team. As well, I mean, who who wouldn't want to so, play for this guy? Th- th- Marquise
0: Noel already today on social media, making it clear he's back. Woo-hoo. Oh, did he? I did not Woo-hoo. see that. Yes, uh, uh, on, that, on have, what app? Uh, that was on Instagram. His oh, original, I did not as, see and that. And on Twitter, he did send that out.
1: Oh, wow. some for some reason, I never caught that, which is big because, I mean, that's really. If you really want to break this down, we could talk about it now. I think step one and step two when it when it comes to Drum Tang is. You're you're recruiting some guys to stick around, of course, but and then you're also putting together your staff. Those three assistants that are, they're going to hit the road with you and go get some some high, highly touted guys, some big time talent, which I'm for sure he can really get done. He has connections across the country. He knows how to build relationships. Oh. People love Drum Tang.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh boy! And
1: he he has developed relationships over his 18 years at Baylor. He he's really gone the extra length to. To really build relationships with not just players but coaches as well across the country, that is exciting. Um, But like I said, it, it's you're off to a really good start if you're K State. Now, introductory press conference time. As long as we don't have a, a, you know, you guys remember what Bruce Weber did when he his introductory press conference took place. I don't. He uh, he messed up Ernie Barrett's name.
0: Oh, yeah. Whoa. There's the Marquise tweet.
1: So he said bring back the doom twenty twenty three should be fun and that's him uh on looks Twitter. like he's sharing an Instagram story.
0: Mm-hmm. So That's just the Twitter one there. So uh, but let's with, uh, with And the, the Instagram t- story is him enjoying
1: himself. I, I, I I'm I'm fully I'm fully confident that he's going to be able to build a staff. I'd like to see him actually build, you know, like a bigger staff. Have not talking like assistants, but like support staff. Like uh, build a little uh, something a little bit bigger that's more championship quality of a staff. And also, you know, with the recruiting, Marquis Noel looks like he's going to be back. That's great news. But also, who's of course the top guy on the list? That's Nigel Pack. Come on, and Nigel Pack. I mean, he, he's already a star here, you know, pushing pack, mm-hmm. was born here at K-State. <laughs> right? And he, uh, boy, he had himself a hell of a sophomore year with becoming first team All-Big 12. Um, I I—I—I said a couple of weeks ago, and maybe I said it on tilt, where if I was him, I would transfer. <laughs> um, I, I think a big reason I said that was just because it had a lot to do with the social media part of it around Bruce Weber and I kind of felt what Bruce Weber was saying about you know how negative it could be and how negative it and I I know the players has seen all that and you know if if I was him I you know you, you take that very personally because you're one of those players and you're the best player on that team that kind of caused Bruce Weber to be fired you know and of course the blame always goes to the coach but you know those players and they said it a lot in the press conferences as well They took it personally. Mm -hmm. They took it on themselves. Like they want to win for Bruce, but they're not winning for Bruce. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that that was kinda that was a that was a huge part of it. But obviously I don't want him to go. I want him to stay. He's a huge part of this team and and so is Marquise Noel. They're two guys that are really a lot of fun to watch. And just, you know, imagine them being on this drum tang team and just the the new energy that they can indulge for uh, for a few more years.
2: Just think about what Baylor has done, like not only with their big guys, like they always have a cadre of giant athletic people, but what they have also gotten accomplished with diminutive guards, scoring guards. Oh, especially late lately, at Baylor. Oh, I mean, boy. Uh, that, that national championship game was full of
1: killer guards.
2: They unlocked whatever it is that you unlock uh, to bring out the most in a smaller shooting guard, and what.
0: Guards that were smaller than well, the championship ring that Jerome was wearing on his video yesterday.
1: <laughs> coming up on the game, uh, kicking off hour number two. This could be a really great interview. Uh, Ashley Hodged from uh, Sikkim three sixty five is going to come on. We're going to really get to know um, Jerome Tang from a personal level from somebody who obviously covers Baylor athletics. But coming up next, Scott Drew talking to the media. It's kind of like a like what we did with Besta Bruce but it's best of Scott Drew. He had a lot of great things to say about Jerome Tang, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. That's coming up next on The Game. My the God, game the continues mileage, the mileage we're oh, going to get. Somebody put it on Twitter. I was like, that's exactly what I was needing. Now, that's of course, not. there's pressure to um come up with a new pain train because it's no longer Bruce Weber, right? So there's no more woo woo woo. Which right? that's a great like that it's hard, it's going to be way too hard to replace that. Like same song, but you got to put in the Tang train. Oh yeah. It's a work in progress. We'll see. It's it's at some point it's something that's just gonna have to come up organically. Mm
2: -hmm. Like
1: maybe he'll drop something that we can throw in as like a a train noise. You never know.
2: The Tang. Maybe
1: he's listening right now at the the introductory press conference. He knows the kind of he's looking for the material. He knows the material we're looking for. Right? Yeah. We need some weird train
2: noise. Yeah. And we need Tang train. I just say we need some weirdness. We need some offbeat weirdness from Jerome Tang. I'm just, unfortunately, I think he's kind of a cool, smooth kind of guy. I did see him, though, go one-on-one against one of his players, make a baby hook, and then dive on the court. Yes. Like the splash thing. That was pretty cool. So maybe he can get a little weird, too. Maybe a little silly.
1: A player I do believe was a little bit taller than him. I don't know how tall Jerome Tang is. I'm sure he towers over me. He's
2: eight foot tall. Mitch, he's a man amongst boys.
1: Well, I I don't know if weird is a part of his personality. <laughs> no, uh, but we do get a nice little glimpse into what he's like, uh, both on and off the floor. Earlier today, Scott Drew, the head coach of the Baylor Bears, did have a, a press conference specifically about Jerome Tang and him moving wow. on to K State. I had to cut some of it out. Actually, I had to cut it down, cut it out over half of it for timing. Wow. Uh, but I I hope you enjoy this. I wanted to play a big chunk of this press conference uh, because it's it's a great look into what Scott Drew had in a when it comes to a relationship with uh Jerome uh, with uh, Drum Tang. So uh, enjoy this from earlier today with Scott Drew.
3: Well, it's a bittersweet day from the standpoint, really excited for Coach Tang and him having an opportunity to. be a head coach in the Big 12 and at Kansas State. At the same time, whenever you work with someone for 19 years, it's like a family member moving away. <laughs> it's hard. So uh, uh, been some tears uh, and uh, obviously uh, uh, gonna miss him. The great thing about him being in the Big 12, we get to see him uh, on the road recruiting more cause you'll be in the area obviously. And then uh, get to see him Big 12 meetings. I guess that makes those meetings more exciting now. Um, although they're always very good. Um, (laughs) but uh, definitely excited for him. Can you just maybe talk a little bit more about what Jerome did to build this program and and then also uh, what you might be looking for as, as a replacement? First, uh, uh, I have three children, and all of them were born after uh, we got here. So I've been with Coach Tang longer than my kids. And uh, the before and after pictures, the wives haven't changed how they look, but Coach Tang and I definitely have aged. The good thing with him is his gray hair. Uh, he can always do something with mine. I'm losing. So uh, we've done everything together, and we we do everything as a staff. That's the way uh, my dad ran it at Valpo, and that's how I've learned it. And I think that's partly uh, uh, why Coach Mills, Driscoll, McCaslin have had so much success is because they've basically been head coaches and done it and Coach Tang, same exact thing. He does have the all-time best record, I think, at Baylor (laughs) 4-0. Again, every facet of the game and every facet of the program he's been involved with. Uh, Can you take me back you know, almost 20 years ago now and tell me how you and you and Jerome met up and what made you hire him in the first place? Well, the the, the first reason I hired him is uh, um, he, he was at a Heritage Christian uh, high school and built it to a powerhouse and they didn't have uh, best facilities, resources. He was able to transform and change that. And several people that I respected talked very highly of him. And then when I had a chance to meet him and spend time with him as all the new media people that Uh, get a chance to work with them daily and weekly. We'll find out. uh, He's a great guy. Outstanding husband, father, role model, great Christian man, high, high character, um, great energy. And you guys, you guys are going to love working with them and spending time with them. He's going to treat you fair and uh, he's going to respect you. I had heard that maybe one of his promises to you when you took a chance on him was that he was going to get his degree somehow, some way. What, what was that like, you know, to, to hire a guy who hadn't even technically been through college at that point? Well, I, he, he, it stopped because uh, they had had their first and he needed to support his family and, and his degree was very important to him. And I really uh, obviously uh, know the importance of, of that, but respected him for wanting to do it and know the importance of it. And he said uh, it's never going to interfere with work. And uh, he, he he worked, like all of us, those first few years, especially on probably five, six hours sleep. He probably just got four because the last two were spent studying. <laughs> you know, you hear all the time, he's ready to be head coach. He's been ready forever. What in, what in your mind do you think makes him so ready for this position? Well, he, he's first, he's done it. He's been a high school coach. She's also coached uh, other aspects and teams from like when I, Four games, he's four zero. Two of those are Big Twelve wins: Texas Tech at Texas Tech and versus Texas, uh, versus Washington, Louisiana Lafayette. The big thing uh, is every day, all, all our assistant coaches are like head coaches. They all have input. They all coach. They all coach different positions. They're all responsible for different facets of the game. They take ownership of it. And he's—we probably have better practices when I was out of town recruiting, and and those guys were running them. So he, he's he's done it and does it daily. People nowadays probably forget how hard it was at Baylor when you guys first took the the job. Can you give me a story or two about what Coach Tang meant to you guys as you built through all the difficult times that people have kind of forgotten at this point because you've risen to such high levels? Well, I mean, I mean, when we first got to Baylor, uh, a lot of times we'd call recruits and it was Baylor and no interest, hang up, goodbye. Can we can we get in your house? Nope, bye. I mean, <laughs> and Coach Tang's positivity throughout all of that is a big reason why we were able to, in his hard work, was why we were able to be successful. Uh, at the same time, when we, we first started out, I mean, Coach Tang, if he drove all night, spent the night in his car, I mean, uh, whatever it took to get to point A to point B um, he was going to do. And as far as uh, just always doing it with a positive attitude and doing it in a way that uh, uh, represented the university at the highest, I think our first uh, uh, year uh, we were trying anything to motivate our guys when you're playing between five and seven scholarship guys and in the big 12 and half a team of walk-ons. And I think he was notorious for uh, um, playing the the drums on a trash can before we went out to get it fired up. I, I I brought the jock jams. I think he had better rhythm, so he he jumped on the trash can. But uh, uh, I think Coach Tang uh, uh, has been the same throughout. What I mean by that: extremely hard work and high character, very loyal very passionate and he treats people the right way. And uh, he always uh, sees the good uh, and he'll have high expectations. I mean, he came to Baylor because he wanted to win national championships and Uh, We're going to cheer for him at K-State, except for when he plays us. So hopefully we're both in the the national championship game together. Scott, I'm curious
0: what advice you gave Jerome as he was looking at some of these different opportunities. I'm talking about in this cycle specifically. And why do you think K-State might be a a good Fit for him, I mean, it's a, it's been a tough place, but they have certainly had some success over the years.
3: Well, I think uh, um, first and foremost, he prayed about it and he felt uh, peace and and led to go there. And that's the biggest ad- advice I always give any any coaches because uh, you can never take a job for outside people telling you to take it or you can't take it for money or prestige. You have to take it because uh, you feel a calling, and uh, he he feels that. And uh, he likes the, the community, the smaller community atmosphere. And he loves the passion of the fans. I mean, we play up there. Uh, Dooms, a great name. Uh, their fans are passionate. And the coaches they've had have been tremendous coaches that have always gotten their players to compete. And I think their their fans appreciate teams that play well together and compete at the highest level. Plus, being in the Big 12, I mean, you look at it. We have three teams in the Sweet 16 set the NCAA record for widest margin of victory in the first round. Round and very easily two of us lost in overtime. I think going back to your question, Smoke, if I knew it was the last time, if I knew it was the last game, for sure, we'd have won in overtime because I wouldn't have wanted it to be the last game. But uh, the Big 12, it, it, it's the best conference in the country. And you can win a national championship and variety of teams that compete in the Big 12 each year can do that. I know he grew up. Uh, you know on the islands being born in trinidad or whatever is there anything any quirky stories you can say you know that he, he does that kind of shows that well, well well first and foremost with with covid coach tang learned how to how to how to become a chef so uh he's got some cooking expertise but whenever his mom's in town i love he'll always bring me some leftover curry and uh, island food and it is the best um but him coaching the uh, virgin Islands national team is something that he's been passionate about and and helped develop develop and progress his career, because it's a great uh, way to expand. And I think uh, he's somebody that uh, um, if you ever love Caribbean food, if you can get some leftovers, uh, he'll probably invite you over for the main course. I always got the leftovers, but uh, uh, you'll, you'll love that. And he cooks that all himself during COVID he took his game to another level so his wife Ray's really excited that she doesn't do all the cooking anymore so uh, that's I don't know who does the dishes but uh, as far as coach Tang's man of many talents. Yes, I was just wondering what that conversation uh, was like when he told you that he was leaving. Did you give him any final advice or how did that kind of play out? I I could see the the before when he's contemplated things uh, was different. This time there was there was peace, there was joy, there was excitement. So when you see someone excited, you're excited. So after the hug, then then the tears came. Again, 19 years is a long time, so true blessing and speaks to his character uh, and loyalty because uh, in today's uh, day and age, it's so often taught, you know, keep progressing make as much as you can get the best title, be a head coach, whatnot. And he always told me his goal was to be the best assistant coach I've ever had and to be loyal and serve the program. And that's why he's so successful and a big reason why our program was so successful.
1: Once again, that's Scott drew Baylor head basketball coach with the media earlier today. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. That was a great look about the personality and about the coach. That is Jerome Tang. Now, I, I, I've i always had the thought, like, I think it'd be really cool. You know, like when the when the starting lineup is being read, especially, you know, in the Octagon, and, you know, it's me now. It used to be Dave, of course. And the players will run down this little tunnel of teammates that are on the bench, and there'll be one player at the end of that tunnel, they do like a handshake or something. I've always thought, you know, how cool would that be if it was the head coach instead? Mm. Had a handshake for every player Like, I think that's a different kind of getting your team pumped up. Uh And also, Scott Drew, like, he mentioned early on, like, that he would, like, bang on drums or bang on a trash can or something. Like, I just love that energy. He's about getting the team pumped up.
2: He is. I just
1: love everything about what I just heard (laughs) from Scott Drew.
2: It's like, when he said it's like a brother, like a sibling thing, you can tell. Oh, yeah. This is an older sibling lovingly talking about the younger sibling. And he's like, you guys. Just got a gift. This guy's ready for prime time, and we got him! Coming up
1: in the second hour, we're going to interview Ashley Hodge from Sikkim 365. Get to know a little bit more about um, Jerome Tang, but also get a little bit more into his coaching that he was able to do at Baylor and what he's going to bring over to K-State. Number one song of the day, Ask Us Anything. It's all coming up. But coming up next, a former Cat... Joining the Chiefs, that's next on the game. and Big Steve. Turn Shout a, out to turn Big it back Steve. up, Big Steve.
2: Wait hey, hey,
1: hey. for it. <laughs> Gerard! Gerard! <laughs> There's your new pain train right oh there, Bo. <laughs> well, if he was from Cali, it'd make that sense. would be perfect. Absolutely, but, but he's not. He's from Trinidad originally. Oh. But he's been a Texas guy for a very long time, of course. Wow. For like 30, 29, 30 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is going to be, I don't know if it's going to be like a culture shock or anything. Just a smaller community. Yeah,
0: smaller. I mean, and, and better barbecue. Oh. Oh. Uh, Well. I'm talking in general. Like in the
1: vicinity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drivable distance. Yes. Well, I, I will say... Um, Oh shoot! I forget his name, Um, but uh, he's been at the flea market all the time. Dude, you have talked. Um,
2: You have you brought it up. Yeah,
1: he 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 was selling some barbecue at um, Manhattan Brewing Company one night. I was like, I had had to get some. Ooh, it was very good. Very good.
2: I'll tell you right now.
1: I can't remember. I'm sorry, buddy. If you're listening, I'm sorry. I don't remember your name or the name of your business. By By
0: the way, when does the fish and chips food truck come back through again? Too.
2: No, that, that's another one. I want that truck. Mitch keeps bringing it up, and he can't remember the guy's name. But I want that guy who's got the fish and b- chips. No, the the barbecue guy. Yeah, I want the barbecue guy to come through Manhattan Broadcasting, and also fish and chips. That that this
0: is good. You know, and, and it's interesting because I mean they they make stops in Greeley too. So ah. you know that's just a nice reminder of hey, this was when ah <laughs> uh, uh, weld works. Yes, okay. <laughs>
1: Well, we have a uh, K-State Wildcat. It came out about an hour ago, has signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I didn't mention a trade, so obviously that's not Tyler Lockett. But it is on the defensive side of the football. Ladies and gentlemen, former K-State linebacker Elijah Lee is now a Kansas City Chief. It's a one-year contract that was announced by um, uh, the Kansas City Star uh, that made that announcement. Now, um, it- it's quite clear now, there is need for Kansas City at the linebacker position. However, Elijah Lee, unfortunately, most likely, I would imagine, does not exactly fill that need. I mean, we're talking a guy that's played a ton of special teams mm-hmm. and a little bit of linebacker. Yeah. Now, he did get to play quite a bit this last season. He played in 16 games with the Cleveland Browns. As a matter of fact, it's second stint with the Cleveland Browns. Um, 15 tackles, uh, but I honestly, I can't tell you exactly how many of that how much of that was from the linebacker position and how much of that was uh, from special teams. Um, but I do remember, you might recall in the Super Bowl when he was playing for San Francisco against Kansas City that mm-hmm. he um, he was in there on special teams along with, of course, Byron Pringle, who's playing special teams as well for Kansas City mm-hmm. and making some plays. Um, but I, I still think it's an awesome opportunity. It's cool to see a cat. With a local team. Um, but I, I just, unfortunately, like he's done enough to stick around. Like it's crazy to see here that he's been in the league since 2017. Uh-huh. And that doesn't make, that really honestly doesn't make a ton of sense. His star kind of faded away from San Francisco once he left after the 2019 season. Didn't get the Super Bowl ring, but you never know what might happen this year if he does stick around with Kansas City on that one year deal. Um, but he has found a way to stick around. This is going to be his. Uh, this is going to be his seventh year. It looks like in the NFL, I'll make that uh, sixth year in the NFL. Yeah,
2: twenty-three.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so it's sixth year. I think. I just think it's really cool that uh, he gets another shot, and he's going to be with the Kansas City Chiefs, and that, I'm sure that's going to make a lot of Chiefs
2: fans happy. He was a tackling machine at K State. I I did wish that he would have stuck around for one more season, but you have to do what you have to do. And but unfortunately then he kind of fell and he he is a guy that had to earn his he had to earn every snap on that field. And he did. And he's carved himself out a nice nice uh 6-year, yeah, 6-year career in the NFL. That is nothing to sniff at. Guys come and go every single season. So Elijah Lee, congratulations, man. Happy to have you. Yeah, he.
1: I don't think he's. I'm looking at his numbers here. I don't think he's played a lot of linebackers since leaving San Francisco. However, he did play four games in Detroit this last year. If I remember correctly, he did get a little bit of time at linebacker. But it wasn't so much. For sure. But with the Lions. He, he's had six starts in his career, 66 career games. Yeah, not too bad for Elijah Lee, who will now hopefully get a little bit of an opportunity to play some linebacker for Kansas City. If not, I'm sure we'll see him on the field in special teams. All right, to finish up our one of the game, I do kind of have a Jerome Tang song that I found Woo-hoo! that we may be able to use for something here and there. I don't know. We'll get your idea when we come back. Big Steve, have you ever heard of a DJ by the name of Valentino Khan?
0: I cannot say that I have. Yeah,
1: uh, WWE just made this announcement that this DJ is going to be performing at WrestleMania 38 like on the pay-per-view and I'm like, what what do we get out of that? Just some dude like playing some <laughs> s- playing some scratching records and just gonna
0: throw your some, hands in the is air. Is he just going to bump <laughs> some house <laughs> music like
2: yeah. Pump if I wanted fist. to
0: see house music, I'd go down to uh Las Vegas and go see Zed, you know.
1: Mm. Of course,
0: yeah. That's, that's my first thought.
2: <laughs> the first thing that Mitch thought
1: maybe Dead Mouse.
2: Yeah.
1: That's somebody I've heard of. Or, um,
2: I'm, I, I I can't even. Boy, name I'm almost it, certain you've probably punk. heard of Zed. You yeah, probably just
1: punk. don't even realize you've heard
0: Zed.
2: I want to hear around the way around and around. Um, we did get a we got a, our buddy uh, Ben said smoking h meats. Yes,
1: very very good, very ah. good. Yeah. The ribs. You don't need sauce for those bad boys. Okay. All right. um, Speaking of music, uh, well, not really speaking of music. I'm now transitioning into music. And that is about uh, (laughs) – I did did way too much searching around yesterday for just trying to find a song that mentioned Jerome or Tang. Um, (laughs) So we could play it whenever he does something awesome. Yes. And we know that's going to happen a lot. So, I mean, this was really the only song I could find that was – Really worth a damn. This is Bo Diddley. Not too bad so far. Yeah, you it jam to it. Tell them. I bring it to my home. Oh, you don't have to worry. I won't do you no wrong. Bring it on Bring it to
2: Jerome Bring it on home Bring it it to Jerome Bring those recruits home I like that
1: Bring those championships home
2: Bring it to Jerome
1: Yeah All the other women I say you got another man Bring it on home I think we just need the chorus Bring it to Jerome Yes, Yes, definitely I like that we need to bring remix it, it all and all. just do just the
0: chorus. Well, you
1: know, bring Big Steve, he has messed around with a little bit of music software his time. Oh, yeah. There's a breakdown with the harmonica. Maybe we can put a little something together. I absolutely so keep that. He in. would be the one to uh, really splice something nice together. He'd be like I'll Zed. I'll remix it. I'll remix it.
2: He'll be just like Zed Jr., and uh, making them beats.
1: All right, as Bo Diddley takes us to break, coming up in hour number two, we're going to kick things off with Ashley Hodge, the co-founder of Sikkim 365. Going to get to know Jerome Tang and just a little bit more. Plus, Brad Underwood, him not being the head coach at K-State. Who is that on? Plus, number one song today, Ask Us Anything, Jerome Bring it to Jerome, gonna bring us to a break here in the game.